This is the Chris Dunn Health and Fitness Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode three. I think it's three. Yeah, episode three of uh, the Chris Dunn Health Fitness Podcast. So um, we were due to have a guest speaker on for this podcast, but um, unfortunately the time just didn't suit both of us. Um, so that will go ahead next week. But we've got some really exciting and cool um, guest speakers coming on soon that are really, really big on the in the Irish scene anyway in particular but I have a guy from England as well going to come on and talk a lot about uh, nutrition and, and other things business related as well so um, today's podcast is about muscle building so um, a lot of people voted for that last week when I went ahead and did the, the one for um, fat loss um, so good reaction to that and there was a lot of people asking for just basic tips on our podcast on muscle building so um, that's basically what we're going to cover today and um, also like abs people asking how do i get abs whilst building muscle or how do i get abs in general and um, so we're going to touch on that a bit but um yeah in general just going to chat a bit about even my experience with, with, with trying to build muscle um but also muscle for um i mean i like to do lots of different sports i mean i like to uh i was always a runner years back um years back i sound like a real old guy <laughs> i'm 33 but um in my earlier 20s maybe um I, all i did was run that was my only my only claim for fitness, I just ran, ran, ran. I was like Forrest Gump. Um, so I was very narrow, um, really lean, not much muscle, no muscle really. Um, so I wanted to change that. But um, unfortunately, I wasn't one of those guys that could just go and bang around a few weights in the gym um, without really much thought about it and, and pack on huge muscle because um, just my genetics and that as well. Now, genetics, don't, they're not a limit. They, they can be slightly limiting factor, but... Um, no, you can walk around them or you can certainly uh, still improve uh, your your ability to build muscle even if you've got genetics that you're naturally like all my line of family especially my father's side we're all really um slim slim men um not much muscle so um it was just a little bit harder so i had to really think about it and, and study um, especially because i wanted to keep running and, and doing other sports so like you get a lot of people telling you oh you can't run and carry muscle or you know it's just impossible but it's not it's it's just learning nutrition for starters and, and how to fuel yourself after each thing um whatever it is you're doing to maintain muscle now if you're a runner listening to this and you've you just want to run and you want to be a good runner and long distance running well i wouldn't suggest packing on huge amounts of muscle because for one it, it would slow you down and plus the training that you're going to do for muscle building um especially bodybuilding type type of training is not going to be any use for your running you know now there is sort of that I will touch on where runners, I, I still do suggest they use gym gym work, um, especially stuff around hamstrings, quads, etc., um, glutes to um, to help you with your long distance run. But in terms of packing on huge muscle, if, if your main goal is to be a long distance runner and sort of compete or do really good times at marathons, ultra marathons, etc., I wouldn't be trying to walk around at 250 pound of, of muscle. You know, it's just gonna you have to drag it around with you basically you know um but like in terms of having muscle and just doing running as as, as something way of um another way of fitness or something fun you like to do which i like to do but again i also like to hold on to whatever muscle i have so um yeah but the main the main way i hold on to it is is obviously i train a lot of weights but um i eat correct you know so i know what i'm i'm don't get me wrong, I don't go around counting everything. I'm not one of these. I don't start measuring stuff into bags and weighing out everything. I just keep a general eye on, on my calories per day, hitting proteins with most of my meals, um, getting my fats in, and then just making up the rest with carbs. Um, so I don't, go, I don't go too scientific into it because it's just not sustainable. Again, I'll always go back to that word sustainability. If it's 
you know if you're after packing on huge amounts of muscle you look great you're delighted but it took you four years of seven days a week at measuring out everything and you know and you just if you feel like you can't carry on like that again that's it's not the way to go about it you know if it's not something you're able to sustain and keep doing in and around your, your normal daily life well then you know unless you're a pro bodybuilder you know well then knock yourself out um, but they're just on a different level altogether I'm just talking general general public anyone that's listening to it you know that wants to, to put on a bit of muscle um, the main again don't think especially young lads don't think everything's heavy you know I see young lads coming in and all they're concerned about is numbers what can you bench you know what can you lift and they're lifting these weights and they're swinging out of them or the, you know the weight is controlling them they're not controlling the weight so the main tip for training wise for, for building muscle is, is time under tension so if you've never heard of time under tension it's it's working that much so if you're bench pressing say you know and you're going to bang out eight really quick reps that only took you about 12 seconds that's not much use okay so you've you've not had much time under tension so you need to work that muscle so say the chest for 30 to 40 seconds and you don't need to count them out but if you're doing your eight reps and you're doing like a four second negative which would be lowering the bar down to the chest and a one second press so if you were doing that sort of technique that's going to give you the 30 to 40 seconds time under tension per set and that's going to give you far more um gains and and muscle gains than it will throwing on double the weight you're able to do and you know if you if you bench press way too heavy or use any deadlift and squat and whatever it is if it's too too heavy the actual muscle you want to work out is, is gonna it's not gonna be doing it all if it makes sense your body will um distribute the weight it'll it'll look for an easier way so a simple example is when you get so many people i'm sure a lot of trainers if anyone's listening you get people oh i, I bench press a lot but i sore shoulders well that's because you're using a lot of your shoulders especially your front delts to, to push that weight off you because one you've, you haven't learned how to bench press correctly or two it's too heavy and you're just you're just pushing it to get it off you because um it's bloody heavy so um you can hurt shoulders and triceps and that can come into play as well so you really want to strip it back i mean it took me a long time it took a lot of uh swallowing pride and and, and getting rid of ego to go right um like i'm lifting heavy here for the last year say and i'm not really um seeing much i've seen a bit you know but not what i should be maybe so really went to to learning and, and found a guy um Ben Pakulski is his name. So if anyone's into bodybuilding, there's a guy called Ben Pakulski. Um, now he's not here in Ireland. He's a guy in America, but he was a regular in the top 10 Mr. Olympia show, which would be um, the greatest bodybuilders in the world. So this guy really well goes into the, the lab with, with lifting weights. But anyway, it was I'm sure he didn't discover it, but I discovered him with this, and he was the one who brought it to light to me. Um, so I've, I've gone and seen him a few times in seminars, I've paid a lot of money to be in his, his groups and learn um, about lifting. So, yeah, the time under tension is massive. So strip your weights down, start again, and just control the weight. Feel the muscle you're trying to do. Um, don't try and load up that bar just to look really cool in front of the girls or whoever's in the gym because it's not going to get you anywhere, only um, the weight getting stuck in your chest and you look like a right shithead trying to get it off you, or it's just going to feck up your muscles or your, your joints it's going to hurt other muscles and and it's going to especially if you're young as well you know if you start hurting um shoulders and elbows and all other joints early you know it, it's 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 a long game lifting weights if that's what you're into and if you've got bad joints from from poor lifting um it's going to limit you going forward so um 
that's that for the you know again with the, let's say squatting you know pick a, a reasonable weight if you know if you've got a trainer um, and you're going to do four sets of 10 you want to find a weight where you can do the 10 you can do them correctly but rep 8, 9 and 10 are a bit of a struggle you know it's, it, you're happy to get it off you're at 10 but you don't want to be like that from rep 1 and sort of throwing the bar around the place um, that brings me to my other point as well I see way too many guys especially in my gym but it's in every gym especially the young guys they just want to have a big big biceps it must be for the t-shirt for the, for the weekend out but don't get me wrong I was like that too you know everybody likes to look good buff looking buff out in the pub or the club whatever it is but if you're new to the gym and you want muscle or even if you're not new and you, you again you're thinking yeah well I've been at the gym a while and I'm not really seeing much results don't learn how to bicep core or tricep push then before you can do the three main compound exercises, which would be your bench press, your deadlifting, and your squats. If you're in a gym, ask your coach. If, you, if, you, if you've got a personal trainer or if it's just anyone in the gym that knows, get them to show you how to correctly perform those weights first and build your training program around that. Or ask your coach to look at I want to in- implement the three compound lifts, which are benching, deadlifting, and squatting, and then work out the other things. So I like to call the other things bicep curling. They're accessories, if that makes sense. You know, they're just something you can do after you've done the main thing. Because doing your three main lifts, if, if that's all you could ever do, if that's all you had time from the gym, you will still get jacked. You'll get big because it's taken all your muscles to do all those three exercises, okay? Um, it puts a lot more weight on you. It releases a lot more testosterone, um, and you know it's 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 an age-old thing you know it's not new we're not reinventing the wheel here oh i need the new i need the brand new exercise that's going to see anyone that turns up on tv get this new 60 second all over body and look like me well no you fucking won't the guy that's selling the ad is, is making money off it and he's lifting lots of weights he's not doing some handstand backflip and borpy in the corner you know that's brand new and it's going to make someone a load of money um, the basics are there, you know. It's always been the same from the bodybuilders in the 60s and the 70s. It hasn't changed. You, you need to be consistent. Um, so if you get yourself a good program, um, wherever you are, whatever gym you're in, either ask your coach to give you a good program or just ask the gym to they print one off. Um, again, it's a good time for me to drop in my website. It's chrisdunforgefitness.com. You'll find weightlifting programs in there. But again, it's the basics. It's It's... It's leg days, it's chest days, it's back days, it's full body workouts. Um, this is how you're going to get bigger. Um, and there, obviously there is at the end. If you, if you, for instance, if you had my program, the Alpha one, every program, every day is, is, is some of the compound lift stuff, okay? And at the, at the end, at the bottom of them, then I throw in um, your bicep, your tricep stuff, you know? Again, you still, you still give them a good effort when you're doing them, but I just wouldn't get too caught up in only bicep curling and, and, and tricep dips or tricep push downs whatever it is you want to do um, so again for muscle building obviously meal timing is on the chart of, of, of important things for your health and nutrition meal timing is not really one of the most important but that was my fat loss one so say if you listen to the fat loss episode from last week meal timing for fat loss it doesn't really matter okay once you're in your calorie deficit it's fine well, I changed it slightly for muscle building if you're after doing consuming a lot of your calories in and around a tough workout is, is never a bad idea okay again it's not the most important thing it's not gonna it's not gonna make you throw on an extra three or four pound of muscle a week but you know if your main meal of the day was 
within the hour or so after you've worked out, that will go sort of a long way to, to repairing that body and, and helping you form and build that muscle. Um, again, think proteins, think carbs, um, in and around after training, veg, the whole lot, you know. Um, but again, don't stress. I have a load of people say, oh, I'm after doing a workout now and I have to go to work. I don't have time. And that workout was a waste of time. Well, it's not, you know. You know, Once you're still getting your calories in over the course of the day, you're still going to make gains. The gains. <laughs> um, you know, so... Um, then you've got muscle, you know, you've different muscle for different sports. You know, you've got rugby players, the GAA lads, you know. Um, it's still helpful to, to have a big physique, but you need a different sort of training if you want to be, you know, the rugby guys, let's say, the top rugby lads or any rugby guy, you can probably, you know, if you're listening, um, they don't do bodybuilding style training, you know, and they're not in the gym bicep curling for performance they might bicep curl because they like having a big bicep but if they've got a coach who's 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 got a strength and conditioning program for them you can guarantee you they're doing big lifts they're doing their bench and they're deadlifting they're doing hamstring works they're doing olympic lifts you know they're getting huge from doing this but they're also getting better at their sport if that makes sense if you're just lifting weights in the one plane like bodybuilding style bodybuilders bodybuilders aren't don't get me wrong geez someone will shoot me not i'm not going to say not strong but Powerlifter is strong, okay? He's training to, to lift that heavy weight. Bodybuilders are just interested in building their body to look better. That's it. And anyone that wants to argue with me about that, if you're a bodybuilder, you're building your body because you want to look better. It's not because you want to perform better. I don't I mean you might want to perform better at pulling la- la- girls or whatever, but um, the, the likes of the rugby guys, the GAA lads, if they've got a good uh, strength and condition coach, he's going to be making sure that they are working their muscles from all angles, you know, so they're not just training bodybuilding style. So again, if you're a rugby guy and you don't have a, a good program, um, do give me a shout and I can definitely um, hook you up and put you in the right direction. But um, where are we now? We got, um, you know, it takes time as well. Again, if you're a young lad or not a young lad and, you, and you're hitting the gym for a little while and, you, you know, you have to realize it's, it, it's the same as fat loss. It's the same as anything. It does take time. Um, you know, you got to be consistent. Now, consistent, you don't, again, you don't have to be in the gym every day of the week. If you're busy, I mean, if you're hitting the gym three days, there's no reason why you can't cover everything in three days. You can. It's, you can just set up a three-day split, get your coach to set up a three-day split, get a personal trainer to set up a three-day split for you. Uh, a three-day split, for anyone who doesn't know, is just basically every body part you can think of <laughs> getting it in in the three days, you know? Um, so you'd more or less probably work two or three muscle groups on um, each day you're there. That way, three days is plenty. You know, so also, you, you, when it comes to food, we go back to the food thing again. Uh, the timing of it is not that important, as I said, slightly more around when you're training. But if you want to grow, if, you, if you're looking to put on mass, like big, lots of muscle, you need to be in a calorie surplus, which obviously is the complete opposite of a deficit. So you need to be consuming more calories, basically, than what you need. Um, now, there's a myth there that you can't build muscle in a deficit. You, you can make muscle in a deficit. So if you weren't getting it really right, you'd still be making muscle, but you just won't be growing. You won't have that big, big, um, big frame if that's what you're after. So to be, you know, if 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 you're a dude or, or a girl building muscle, like you know, so a girl is, is a lady's two thousand calories per day. That's their BMO, your basal metabolic rate, which means what your body's going to burn without doing anything. So if you're going to be training weights, you need to be well above that 2,000 calories, don't you? You know, Especially if you're really slim and you only want to build muscle and you have no fat to lose first. If you're hitting the weights hard and you're only consuming 
14 or 15, you're still, you're still eating or thinking like a person that wants to lose weight. Whereas if you want to build, like the ladies want to build a butt, they want to build their legs, um, you need to be in a calorie surplus. So you want to be plus to 2,000 for guys. Again, it'll come down to how hard you're doing it as well, but you definitely want to be above 2,500 guys um, because you're guarantee you're going to burn three or 400 calories doing your weight session. So you need to take that into account as well. And you need to be eating a fair bit of food. Um, and it's hard. Like, I mean, I've tried to do it. Like, the, the size I am now, I'm by no means big, but I'm by no means small either. But this will be the size I will stay because it's sustainable for me. I've been bigger, um, but it wasn't sustainable. I mean, I was eating six, I mean, I mean eating six proper meals a day. Like, and it just, for, for one, I can't afford to eat that much anymore. I mean, I've got three children and a, and a fiance, we're getting married. Um, so to be banging six, like I mean, chicken fillets, steaks, um, all day, every day, protein shakes in between it. I, you know, you're eating serious. So, you know, I, do, I could do a good month of it and I'd put on huge side and people go, whoa, you're putting on loads of muscle. And I'd be like, yeah, well, take a picture of it because it's going because I can't, I couldn't sustain it. So the way I am now is what I'm happy with. So um, that's another good tip for, for long-term um, success at building muscle, you know, within your lifestyle it's the same as the fat loss goals you gotta you gotta work around your lifestyle so you know unless you're going to be a pro bodybuilder if you've got a job or you're at school or college you need to um factor in how busy you are with all of that and then you have a look at your training and, and your nutrition and see right i can fit this in here and i can eat then you know but um to say you're going to start eating six and seven meals a day it can be quite impossible for a while plus um, I find like a smoothies blend and stuff when I was when I was doing it was sort of my best friend as well because I might have after been eating a huge huge breakfast I could have had steak and spuds and whatever and then I'm training and then it's only a couple of hours later and you're looking to to eat again but I wasn't able to eat because I didn't feel hungry so I'd probably maybe blend I'd have my protein shake but I'd get the blender I'd throw a banana in maybe a couple of scoops of oats you know they're your carbs so you're getting a lot more calories in that way instead of just having the protein shake on its own and it was more manageable you could you could get that into you whereas to try and eat another huge meal so soon afterwards um it wasn't doable and um you know that's a myth as well that you know oh, you don't want to put on too much muscle because when you stop it'll just turn into fat well not if you if you're just cutting back on the food or, or on the training but you're going to still stay active you're just going to return back to a normal size you're not going to start being all big and saggy unless you just chill at home on the sofa for the next year and um, you know so that's a couple of points on how to build muscle again um just listen to it a few times maybe and you might pick up something that you didn't hear the first time around um yeah i often get asked as well can you be building muscle and and have abs again you can it, it can be tricky because again if you're if you're eating three and a half four thousand calories a week a day sorry not a week jeez a day you know, of course, it can be hard to, to maintain solid-looking abs. Like, abs only come about when your body fat is really low. But again, of course, you can keep your body fat really, really low um, whilst bulking for muscle, you know. Um, but a lot of them will do. They'll go on a bulking phase. I'm sure you've heard it. And then they'll sort of go on this cut. I don't like doing that. I mean, it's an old-school type of um, way of training. It's proved really not that effective. So say, let's say people go, oh, it's winter time, it's time to bulk. So that means the nutrition just goes out the window. It's open season on food. You just eat whatever the fuck you want. Um, put on this big size. I'm sure you've seen, you know the guys, big chest, big shoulders, big arms, big belly. 
Okay, they're just eating. It's like watch Eddie Hall. If you've ever heard of Eddie Hall, he's um he's the strong. He's got the biggest deadlift in the world. He's one of the strongest men in the world. He's got a documentary where the film crew is just walking through Tesco's with him, and he's just putting big tubs of ice cream in, you know, Snickers, everything, and he's explaining that he'll go home and he'll just blend most of that together and get it into him because he needs to consume 10,000 calories a day. He's huge. He's a huge chest. He's a huge shoulders, but he's also got his belly sticks out further than his chest does. You know, it's huge, but he's a powerhouse, but that's what he's doing. So you'll get a lot of lads in the winter that will go on bulking and they'll be still lifting their weights, but eating, just not keeping an eye on what they're eating, but eating shitloads. And so everything grows, you know, stomach included. But then when it's time to do this cut, they'll drastically cut the calories and they'll start shredding. But I mean, it's been proven that if you bang on seven to 10 pounds of muscle in that time, you're gonna lose 90% of it. So it's, it's not a great system. It's not a great way to go about things if you're gonna get all these gains, including the big belly, and then to go on this cut and, and lose the majority of it, you know, just to have a small bit more. I like to just be in my calorie surplus when I'm when I'm you know but keeping it all as healthy as I can and it can be tough like it can be tough to consume three four thousand calories in in healthy foods because you know healthy foods you know they're, they're not as calorie dense as unhealthy foods so your chippers are unhealthy let's say but they're calorie fucking dense because there's shitload of calories in them whereas if you're eating a homemade meal that you're after making yourself um it's going to have a lot less calories, but it could be the same volume of food, if that makes sense. So you could be eating the same volume in food, in healthy food, but not reaching the same amount of calories. So that's why it can be tough to, to maintain your healthy eating whilst trying to massively change your physique bulk-wise because um, you've got to eat a shitload of food. Um, again, that's why the shakes sort of come in easy. But um, also, it's not good. You don't want to be yo-yoing up and down. Just, you know, you, why are you doing it is another thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, when I was in my 20s, when I started lifting weights, it was to look good. That was it. I want to look good. I want to look big. You know, and 99% of people start gyms. Well, don't get me wrong. No, that could be, that's a stupid statistic. I mean, there's a lot of people that go to the gym just because they want to be healthy. Um, forgive me for that. So, um, but a lot of people just go because they want to look good. So, but then after a while, it'll sort of take over. Maybe as you get a little bit older, you'll sort of say, you know, I'm, I'm I'm in it now just to be healthy, and that's cool. And that's where I am now. I'm just I'm enjoying my running. I've lost a bit of size. Um, I run a lot. I've I've done a marathon this year. I'm doing two more this year. And um, we do a lot of um, bu- bu- bum, what do you call the Spartans and your tough mothers, your obstacle course things, and uh, competing jujitsu. So I like to be uh, fit, a fit looking size. You know, I like to have a little bit more muscle than I normally had, which I do. But I also like to be mobile, agile. Um, I like to be able to, if someone goes, hey, Chris, you want to come and try out for the badminton team? Yeah, give us a shot at that. You know, I want to be able to just do anything, you know. I, and I, I found that the bigger I was, especially when I was running, and I love to run. So if you don't run, you don't like running, and you're only interested in bodybuilding, I'm not yourself out. But um, I was more interested in the long run. After a certain amount of years of just sort of going, why am I trying to get so big for like what's the why you know so once I started asking myself why I sort of realized I didn't have that much motivation to try and stay big if that makes sense so so next thing I sit back go well what what do I want to do well I want to be fit for life I want um my children to look at me being fit and and Dave picking up you know I don't want to be this big huge bodybuilder that can't scratch me bloody lat because I'm too big and wide you know 
Um, and again, you have to remember, the bigger you get, you know, your organs don't get much, but your heart doesn't get any bigger. So if, if you're eating all these calories for long, long term, so we'll go back to the likes of Eddie Hall. This guy knows he has to sort of stop or cut back pretty soon because, you know, the heart won't take it. Um, you're getting so big. Um, plus, he's eating a lot of junk. So obviously, his cholesterol is going to be through the fucking roof. Um, you know, so you've got to think your long-term health as well. And plus... You know, it's a touchy subject with a lot of people. A lot of young lads, when they go down the road of, of trying to gain this muscle and it's not coming on as quick as they want, they'll turn to the steroids. You know, they'll be in a gym, someone will mention it to them, you know, I got this size from it. And, um, you know, and that's never a good road to go as well, you know. Um, you're just opening yourself up for a whole lot of health problems in the future too. Um, you know, heart problems. Like, if you, you know, you, you, you see how many, if, you, if, you're, if you're on the bodybuilding scene, not it, but if you follow bodybuilding stuff, if you've ever watched any programs or, or documentaries with them, like, I won't say a lot of them, but a good few have, have died early um, because of, of a mixture of steroid use and just, I suppose, maybe being big and, and looking healthy, but not actually being healthy from just excess eating all the time and not so much they're just lifting weights so therefore you know you, you can look fit you could you could have your six pack and your big pecs and ladies could have their big butts and and their toned legs and um it doesn't necessarily mean you're actually healthy cardiovascular wise you know like you, you, how many bodybuilders would you know or see that look brilliant and they couldn't run they couldn't run to the end of the driveway you know like that so to me when i sort of sat back and had a look at it all I wanted to be fit. I wanted to be fit and healthy and, and, and look fit and healthy and, and to be able to throw my hand to anything and to um, not have heart problems when I get older because I'm after consuming 10,000 calories a day and taking loads of steroids. Um, so for that, that, that's, that's my motivation. That's the, the, you've got your own. You, know, you find your own. If, if you want to be this big, huge dude um, and go and compete in shows, that's fine. It's, that's, on, everybody to their, each one to their own. Like I've often gone and watched the shows like I still admire and um, people in the bodybuilding scene, the physiques, I think it looks, it, to me, it looks great. That's like, I always remember as a kid, like, if I can have a mate, myself, me mate at home, uh, Robert Rowan, we were, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger obsessed, you know, every Arnie movie, we want to be this size. Because, let's face it, huge looking, phys- it's, it's impressive looking. And as a kid, you see it and, you know, God, I want to be like that. I have an uncle there and he, he, John, he, he, to me, when I was small, he was the same size as Arnold Schwarzenegger, so I was, it was just in me. Oh, I'm going to start lifting weights when I'm able, you know, I want to be the same size as these guys. But um, when I got older, obviously, and I started doing it, and I just got my own outlook on, on fitness thing, and I went into the fitness more, I was just right. I don't want to be on stage. I don't want to be massive. Um, so this is what I'm going to do. So you've got to find... Again, if you're not motivated to do any sort of fucking training... You're not going to motivate yourself enough to, to be huge. You know, you get a lot of people. No, I don't get a lot of people. I think that's the saying, isn't it? I get so many text messages. I don't. <laughs> you do hear it, though. You know, um, I want to lift these weights, but I don't want to get huge. Well, Arnie said it best. I think somebody said it to him in the 70s. Oh, I'd never like to be your size. And he says, don't worry, you never will. And what he meant by that was the amount of work, the amount of work it would have taken that man or any of those guys to get to that size that's why they're at the, that's why they wear at the top that's why the bodybuilders don't get me wrong a lot of them are using steroids but it still takes a lot of hard work to get that physique a lot of pain so what Arnold meant when he's told the report I think it was a reporter that said to him don't worry you never will he meant you probably wouldn't have what it takes you know to, to, to get this size you know people see someone huge or 
the same way in anything. You see someone successful at big and they think it's an overnight success, but they never see all the fucking hard work that went into it over years and years. So, um, you know, you might want to be huge in your head or you might want, but then you might get to the gym and do sweet feck all and just sort of realize, right, <laughs> this is not going to happen either because I just sort of don't have the motivation to lift these weights. So you need to sort of think, why am I doing it? Um, again, if you want to go on and compete at, at physique stuff and that's what motivates you to train, again, knock yourself out. But if it's just to look a bit better um, in the disco or the pub or to just look better, you'll soon find that that sort of motivation will uh, it'll dwindle away. And on, on cold winter nights when you have to leave the house to go and do a bit of training, that's when it, you won't. So you need to really find a good reason that you're training. And that's not just for lifting weights, that's for any training. So for me, the really good one now that I'm in my 30s um, is just to stay fit and healthy. For me, for my children, for my fiance, you know, you, you want to be fit, healthy, um, and give yourself a chance as you get older because, um, you know, you can, you know, it's harder, I suppose, when you get older. I don't know. I'm not older yet. Um, but if I get ill, touch wood, God forbid I don't when I get older, I'd like to be still in, in fit and fighting shape to sort of deal with it. So um, that's my motivation for now. And plus, I just love it. I love lifting weights. I love running. Um, and I know you can sit there and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got all the time in the world to do because you fucking live in your gym. But that's true. <laughs> that's true. But when I wasn't in my gym, before I had my gym, when I worked for various companies, I still made time for my training. Now, again, it didn't always go down well with, um, with, my, with my partner. You know, you'd be working long days and I'd come in. It, I found with the bodybuilding, when I was looking to be big, it's a selfish game. I mean, you, it's really selfish. You know, you're only in the door and you're, all you're thinking about is, oh, it's chest day, you know. <laughs> you're back out, you're gone again. You're, you're gone lifting weights for a couple of hours. Um, so that was another reason that's why i suppose the gym came about i was like well you know if i'm traveling all the way into that gym and, and some nights i can't make because i'm late from work i know what i'm going to do i'm going to open my gym um so we did so we get to lift weights every day which is really cool and um, but again it still is the same hang-ups as any other job um but uh, i really enjoy it and and that's that's my thing and that was my why so again you'll hear a lot of the fitness people and i'm sure um, the, the other fitness guys I get on over the next couple of weeks, they'll be the same. And, and especially the, Pat Divley, who, who's going to be coming on. I've gone and seen a few of his seminars. And Pat was the same. He lifted a lot of weights for a while and he just sort of fell out of love with it. And he, I know he, he talks about it a lot. You have to find your why. It's the same with anything. You've got to find why you want to do anything. If you, if you can't really find your why, um, maybe it's not for you. And that's just, that doesn't mean anything to do with fitness. It could be anything at all. Like, so... Um, you have to find your own motivation. You can't use my motivation unless you feel exactly the same as I do. But, you know, um, you have to find your own motivation to want to train and why you want to look this way or what you want to do. Um, so, and plus, just getting away from the muscle building, um, people are always asking. <laughs> there we go again. People are always asking. No, they're not. But if people are always asking, um, Chris, what's the best? You do, hear, you do hear it. What's the best exercises or the best um, form of exercise to stay fit. Is it running, Chris? I hear these things about, you know, it's bad for your joints. I hear, I hear um, lifting weights is better. I hear doing high-intensity work is better. It's whatever you enjoy. Is, is, that's the answer. That's it. it. Whatever one you enjoy is the one you're going to stick to, if that makes sense. If you're lifting weights and I'm telling you, yeah, lifting weights is, is the best because I'd be biased for the weights because I love lifting weights. But if you don't like doing it, well, there's a high high chance you're gonna you're gonna not stick it so what makes it easier to stay fit is if you like to jog 
if you like to lift weights, if you really like it, if you think about it when you're not doing it, I mean, you don't have to be bloody obsessed with and stick pictures on your wall of dumbbells or ASICs runners, you know. Um, but if it's something you enjoy doing, when, that's, when you're doing it, you're not wishing it to be over, that's the one for you. It could be cycling, it could be football, it could be any sport that gets you active. If you enjoy doing it and it doesn't seem like an effort to get out the door and go and do it, that's the sport for you. And until that becomes something that doesn't excite you, you bloody keep doing it and do more of it. Um, so any sport, like you know, running's great. Every 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 sport has its um, it's it's good and it's bad points. Suppose yeah, you can say running on the roads isn't great for your knees, but then I added a bit of muscle to my quads and the pains I used to have in my knees years ago when I was running around like a skeleton are no longer there, um, because I I built some muscle on my quads and my calves to protect my knee joints, if that makes sense, and that's that's a real thing. So. You build your glutes. Um, you go to your doctor, or not say I'm not. I won't say doctors won't know, but um, I've often gone to a doctor over the years before I knew anything about how the body worked, and had complained about sore knees, and it was there was no solution to it. You know, um, oh, you know, just damage, wear and tear, and that's not a dig at doctors. They just they didn't know. They don't know. Like they're not, you know, they're not maybe studying that part of it. Um, but now you'll get some if you do go, and they will say, hey, have you ever tried um, building up the muscles around it? Okay, so. Same goes for if you've bad lower back problems, but it's just it's nothing serious. It's just lower pains. If you were, you know, I often get them. Lifting weights don't get them, but if I'm in a, say I'm hoovering the gym, maybe someone else can resonate with that. If when I'm in that position doing something, I'll get a little annoying feeling in my lower back. But it used to be really bad. I used to work at um, Tarm Academy, so you were stooped over a lot of the day with rakes and shovels. And before I finished that up. I, and that's another reason I sort of went into back into the fitness and said I have to I have to change because I I couldn't walk. There was days I was in bed and my back would be locked. But since I've really picked up my my weightlifting in the last five or six years and grew, grown my glutes, I mean it's a, it's a running joke with me that I have a big butt, you know. <laughs> but um, I had a big butt before it was in fashion, <laughs> you know, before everyone started putting their butts on Instagram. But training my glutes a lot and my hamstrings a lot, so having strong, powerful glutes and hamstrings has taken away the pressure off my lower back. And you know if that makes sense, because if you've got no muscle, if you have a sitting job all day, so your muscle sitting job at the office is the worst thing for your muscles because they just die, they don't get used, and you'll have lower back pain, and you'll have all back pain. But to have, you know, you don't have to bloody deadlift or stiff-legged deadlift 200 kilo to have, to have stronger glutes. You just need to work on, get your trainer again, or whoever you're training with to show you some gluten hamstring exercises maybe you know and see how your lower back feels but just be careful with it don't go too fucking heavy think at the start of the podcast here where you start off light and really feel the workout um so yeah like that's just that's what i do those are the things that that help me um i think that's it again i don't want to just keep talking for the sake of talking i had a lot of points i have them all wrote down here and um, i'm after getting through them all so um that was my podcast on muscle building how to do it how i did it um, how to how to do it for for the various sports you're in, um, how to eat for it, and and that yes you bloody can have abs if you're still also building muscle you know you just got to have low body fat and um, and just be keeping an eye on the calories and not going bloody crazy with them okay so um thanks for listening this was episode three I'm really excited um about coming with the guests really soon because again. I'm not going to name the other names just in case something falls through, but we've got some really, really big ones that's just going to make the, the show and the podcast grow going forward. So, um, 
yeah, stay tuned. We're now on iTunes. Woo! So listen to us on iTunes. Give us a rating. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend.